Hey, what's going on guys? How are you? I hope this podcast finds you well. I'm going to skip a lot of pleasantries because I want to hop right into it. This podcast is not my typical motivational, informational style podcast. This one is a rant and this rant is regarding the church. So if you are not interested in the church, I said I would say that maybe this podcast is not for you. However, if you are, please take a little seat, take a little listen to some of these opinions that I have cuz this is just my opinion, but I got to get it off my chest because I am absolutely 100% frustrated. And I mean frustrated. So if it comes off in my voice a little bit stern or aggressive, it's because it matches my energy, my vibe right now. Foolishness. And for those of us who are born and raised church, who were brought up in this thing, and right now my affiliation with a physical church is not of anything of what it was for most of the years of my life. However, I still have a very strong opinion because... I've had a chance to see some things, a lot of things, and a lot of us have. And we sit back and we do nothing. We leave, we rebel, we say we're never going to join another church again. We suffer from this church hurt. And now our kids are not brought up in any type of church structure because we've been hurt. And it's just causing this generational cycle that's beginning with my younger generation. And I just need to just talk about a a few quick things. Because let me tell you something. If I really wanted to talk about this, if I really, really wanted to talk about this thing, like, we would be here for a minute. Give me a couple days, okay? And for those of you who are frustrated like I am in whatever religion you um, affiliate yourself with, it's all the same. This is not even a religion thing. This is just a church thing. So the reason why I'm bringing it up right now is because I'm so frustrated in the fact that right now in the state of the church, because of the fact that many churches are falling apart because they don't have younger people to take over the reins that the older people once did. They don't trust us because we're sinners and liars and we're all being grouped into this one category rather than being broken into some people. Because while I do have issues, I don't have some of the ones that some of these leaders speak of. And there are other people just like me. So I'm just going to speak on what I know. Now these mega churches, like always, I don't care what state you are from right now or whatever, mega churches are not hurting. Not hurting right now. They are thriving. They're thriving. And I'm not saying that some of them are not losing members and so forth and so on, but they're not hurting to the point where they have to close their doors down, like a lot of churches that I've seen. And like I said, this is across the religion board. This is not specific to a particular sect here or there. This is happening across the board. And I'm going to speak on the black church because I'm going to speak on what I know. We're going to talk about the black church. Those of you who are listening who are not a part of the black church and see that your churches are suffering, it can also apply, but I can only speak on what I know. We're talking about just black churches across the spectrum. Right now, there's a situation that I've been following that I am so incredibly frustrated with 
regarding the Cora Jakes, T.D. Jakes' daughter situation. And I've been so frustrated and wanting to pick up the microphone and talk on my podcast, but I said, you know what, I'm going to let it go, I'm going to let it go, I'm going to let this be, but I'm just going to talk on it a little bit, and you guys just just flow with me on this, okay? Just, just listen to my opinion. You don't have to agree, but it's just a perspective. So... Let me qualify this T.D. Jake situation because we're going to hop around a couple places and we're all going to make it make sense and then we're going to get up out of here. And I'm going to get up out your way. Yeah, we're going to keep it churchy. (laughs) So about five, six years ago, I lost over 60 pounds. And a lot of people thought that maybe I had gone through, got some gastro sleeve and so forth and so on. No, that's not what I did. What happened was I was reaching a certain point in my life where I needed to make some decisions and I realized that my health was very important I needed my mind to be put in subjection and in order for your mind to be truly put in subjection when you're going through serious life altering things in your personal life you have to make sure your body is being put under subjection as well that's what I've learned so during this time when I was going through this this thing in my life I decided that, you know what, while I'm going through this thing, I'm going to start getting myself right. I've always been a pretty decent eater, but I've really decided to home down, start doing various fasting, juicing, detoxes, so forth and so on. A lot of natural things I decided to do. I cut back on a lot of things, changed my sleeping pattern, so on and so forth. Definitely another podcast to talk about weight loss because I do want to inspire people that want to get into changing lifestyle that it does not have to be a big change but eventually little things turn into a big thing so anyway five six years ago I lost this weight changed my lifestyle now at this time I also began going to the gym more aggressively I started doing weightlifting. I started lifting heavy I also started doing hit fitness and using all types of different um, circuits that I would create for myself in order to get the various results that I wanted and I start the the weights just started just melting off within after I started getting real serious. But we're talking about being in the gym for hours at a time. But it it wasn't it wasn't tiresome for me. It was invigorating because I wanted to do it. Now during that time that I was in the gym and I would be in there like I said about three hours, a lot of the times when I would do my cardio because that was where you would do you know most of your running and walking and there's a certain amount of time that your body should do that cardio. So. If you're doing a stair climber, you're doing the treadmill, you're on there for a while. So I would listen to, for a while, a lot of motivational messages. Your E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Eric Thomas, I'm for him. I definitely support him. He got me through a lot of years, like I just said, of being in the gym. Just motivated me to keep pushing, keep going. Just keep going past what I thought I could do. So I definitely respected him. But I was also very, and I still am a very spiritual person. So you ha- I have to feed my spirit too. So while I can be motivated in the mind, while Eric Thomas did motivate my spirit, sometimes I wanted to do something a little bit different. So I started listening to T.D. Jake's sermons on YouTube. And like I said, this is five, six years ago. This is not now, <laughs> okay? But at that time, five, six years ago, when I listened to T.D. Jake's, I would only listen to his sermons that were five or six years old from that time. It was just, it would hit different. That's what I would attribute it to. 
those messages would hit different. The new age ones and the new big old stage and all that, I, I, I really wasn't a fan of those messages. I liked old school TD Jakes, which I realized a lot of people felt the same way. So he got me through a lot. I learned a lot. I was motivated and inspired by a lot of those old, old T.D. Jakes messages. So one day, fast forward, not fast forward to right now, but fast forward past the weight loss, past listening to all the T.D. Jakes sermons on the stair climber, right? I was searching at home one day um, some T.D. Jakes stuff, and for some reason... The Tyler Perry T.D. Jakes situation popped up on my feed. And I said, well, okay. Tyler Perry is on stage with T.D. Jakes. What's going on? So I read the, you know, I read the description. I said, oh, Lord, please tell me that this is some kind of meme or something somebody's doing for clicks and views. Let me look at this. And I saw... Tyler Perry donate that $1 million and lay those Medea hands on T.D. Jakes. And he gonna sit there and start twitching his arms and his arms laying out and he's speaking his Okusha Mika Bosa. And then Sarita, his wife Jakes, is running back and forth, eyes all big, like, yes, God, and yes, God. This whole, he, and then T. Jakes, he starts bending down and bending down and clapping, 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 clapping. And for you, for those of you who know about that Pentecostal kind of way, you already know the whole show that was taking place before you. And I looked at it, and I just could not believe, okay, so I was in shock, y'all. I was in shock of what I was looking at, and I know some people were like, oh, girl, if you were listening to the real T.D. Jakes at the current time, maybe five years ago, you would not be so shocked, because you would see the progression. But I was listening, like I said, y'all, to the old school T.D. Jakes, but I saw him Tyler lay hands. Why does Tyler Perry need to lay hands on T.D. Jakes? Why does it have to be a production because you want to donate some money? What is this? So I had looked at it one more time. And for those of you guys know, I have discerning eyes. So, you know, whatever. That's another podcast talking about spiritual gifts. And I could just see the, the snakes. For those of you guys who know what I'm talking about, I could just see the snakes on the stage. I could see the spiritual snake. I could see the snakes just all over the place. No, no part of God in that whatsoever. I was so concerned about what I had seen. It had caused me to start doing a little bit of research on, well, what's going on with T.D. Jakes? What is T.D. Jakes really about? Because he really has some good motivational messages with some Bible in it. Some old, The old school T.D. Jakes, at least he used some Bible. So I started looking into it and I started seeing his affiliations with that particular black um, old uh, TV host, which is, oh, Lord have mercy, but not going there. And then I started seeing that also being affiliated with that person, that they started teaching this new thought preaching in this new age. And now all of a sudden the Trinity doesn't exist. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Now all of a sudden... You know, everyone is allowed into churches and there are no standards. It just depends on what your church feels like they want. And this is coming out of his mouth. Whatever your church feels like they want is where you should go. So this is this is no longer about anything about Bible or about 
theology or about what the word says. Now it has become opinion and how whatever church makes you feel good. And then all of a sudden the look of the preacher starts to look a certain kind of way. Now the things that he says and who he affiliates himself starts to look a certain kind of way because now I have knowledge of what I'm looking at all because I saw someone who is not of God laying hands on someone who proclaims to be the man of God. See the difference between Tyler Perry and T.D. Jakes is that Tyler Perry does not claim to be a man of God. Yes, he does complain. He does. He does claim to love God. Okay. But he is not. There's not a church of Tyler Perry. However, there is a series of churches under the name of T.D. Jakes, which means you are underneath of a spirit. So when this core Jakes situation started to come to pass and they wanted to hush, hush, hide, hide it. And this girl came out there with receipts on what happened to her. And then all these other women start coming out on things that have happened to them and men on things that have happened to them being escorted out of the quote-unquote Lord's house with security that have guns on them. Foolishness. And somebody needs to call it out. All of a sudden, you guys think these people are popular because they got sermons on social media, on YouTube, and on Instagram, and they got all these likes. Y'all understand that there are social media companies that these people hire to ensure and make sure that there are a certain number of comments, that there's a lot of love being put on their feed, that the views are always at, all of a sudden, a million views. I, I was looking at a sermon. Not I didn't even physically look at the sermon. I was scrolling past a particular sermon of T.D. Jakes. It was only at like 200,000 views. Really, real regular. Now, all of a sudden, all, them, all those, those sermons are at 1.1 million views. Oh, so y'all really think that those many people tuned in in this short amount of time to watch. No, there are companies that are hired to do these things, to ensure that views turn up to be a certain number. If you're willing to pay, anything is at your disposal. And that's the problem. The enemy doesn't even have to slide in anymore. It's right bold in in our face. And we're just told to accept it and deal with it and move on. And if you have a standard, they shun you. If you say you don't want to participate in those type of activities that are not of God, they don't want to hang with you. They don't want nothing to do with you. They think you're weird. They think you're weird. Because you don't want to participate in those type of activities that you were supposed to come to church to, to to remove yourself from. That's why I can't do it right now. Because I know myself. I know who I am and what I bring to the table. And I'm not going to sit at the table with foolishness. Myself, me personally. Now, if you want to talk to me, if you want us to have a conversation about some things or you want to get some things off your chest, I've always been that one because I'm not going to say anything. You can come and talk to me about anything, but am I going to participate? Baby, not at all. So it's time, y'all. It's time to stop sweeping these things under the rug. Like you, like some of these, the baby boomers, the boomers, the boomer generation want to scold and talk about, oh, they can't understand all all these gay people in the church and transgenders and so forth and so on. But you're going to turn around and watch Tyler Perry movies. Can you make it make sense how you can have a problem with certain people being in your church? However, for entertainment, you will go home, sit down, 
have laughs, pay, physically pay, to watch a man dressed as a woman and wants to put some spiritual references in, 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 the, in the midst of that. It wants to incorporate spiritual messages. And that's not blasphemy. That's not blasphemy. And then want to turn around and talk about this one and that one that's struggling in the church or so forth and so on. It's, it's too much. The hypocrisy needs to stop. And for a lot of us, because of the fact that the, the hypocrisy will not stop, we have stopped. We have stopped. Hands are up and out. Like, I'm willing to holler at you and talk to you, maybe in a Bible study or something like that. But as far as church politics are concerned, as far as you, you looking to me to be the next mother or deaconess or whatever your, your, your spiritual levels are in your religion, baby, a lot of us want no parts in it. We don't want none of that. We don't want none of the spirits that all that brings about. And we are yearning for a church, yearning for some people that will pray and not manipulate, yearning for some people that are willing to share and fellowship that are not after a buck, that are not flashing a cash app 50 million times to support and just preach the word or can just pray and be there and pray for people and have an earnest loving and desire for God and God alone. Stripping away everything else and just letting it be about God. And you would think in a time like this, with the virus here and things of that nature, with churches are dropping like flies, with people and pastors and organizations being exposed, that that maybe there's some room for a couple of authentic people, some authentic young people who are ready to step up in holiness whatever holiness looks like in the structure of the Bible, who will step up and want to speak on the word, the true word, who want to really preach to people and make them understand, not like this foolishness like Todd Delaney, Lord have mercy, we don't even have enough time for the foolishness, okay, for those of you who know who that is, Todd Delaney with this foolishness, I, I, I cannot, I cannot with all of these TikToks and things of that nature. This is how some of our young people are getting to God. They're getting through to God through Hillsong, through Bethel, and through their music. Honey, if you knew what Bethel and them were doing in their church, the, the spirits they were conjuring up, literally you can look this stuff up for yourself, you wouldn't even listen to the music because you would realize that music puts you in a trance. The newer music don't even mention the name of God. It's just a higher, happy power. Everything has changed and so much has changed and it's changed to the point where people are so numb that we don't even realize it's changed. And we, yes, my generation is the change. But some things need to be put in order from the older generation. Foolishness. We've got to stop this. Look at the story of Solomon talking about Cora Jace. Look at that story. The woman was willing to chop the baby in half. Evil spirits of people that are willing to do things because they think you'll believe them because of who they are. 
because of money. Nothing based on the word of God. All of it blasphemy. And this is supposed to be our quote unquote church that's on display for everyone to see. No God. No God. Not at all. So guys, we've got to come together as a people. I am going to come back and I think I'm probably going to have a couple of very short rants because I don't want to make these too long. I am going to talk about the reason why my generation is not in the church. I am going to go have, probably have a rant about that. But there's enough of this. All these mega churches, all this, this foolishness going on. Everybody sleeping with everybody. There's no sanctity in anything. There's no sanctity, sanctity, sanctity in anything. Not amongst marriages, not amongst people, what they do. No one cares. When you're talking about the upper echelons of church, the, 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 the level of perversion, and we're supposed to look the other way, no God. Because I'm going to tell you what, if I'm underneath that perversion, that goes to my seed. And that's not happening here. So we need to switch them some things around. Are we doomed? Absolutely not. Are we living in the end times? Of course. A lot of this stuff has already been told. It's been prophesied in the Bible. If you really know how to read Revelation in the Spirit, it's been prophesied. All these things are supposed to happen in the last and evil days. But it doesn't mean we got to sit down and just take it like this. It means that there are, we got to step up. And if you've maybe heard this, you know what you've got to do. You've already been put in a position before, and this is just the confirmation that you needed. It's time to step up, baby. The time is now. It's time to stop waiting for pastor, whoever you up underneath of, to, to lift you up to this level in order for you to talk, in order for you to pray, in order for you to seek the face of God, in order for you to, to convert other people, in order for you to be a missionary. Honey, you don't need the position of a missionary to do missionary work. Jesus was a missionary. We're supposed to take our leave from Jesus. He was able to perform miracles. We can do the same. You don't have to wait for nobody to, to lift you up to a certain level of what they think in their human, their human mind. When we have the spirit of God and direct access, thanks to the blood of Jesus. So y'all, that's it. That's it for right now. But we will be back, like I said, to talk about some of these things because it's 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 frustrating. It's spiritually frustrating. It's naturally frustrating. And then you see the people who are doing wrong, who are being elevated on social media, got all these likes and so forth and so on. You try to put something positive up, no one cares. All they want to see is how extreme you look in a picture or how you're doing this with this person or if you're seen with this person on, on at this restaurant and if you went to this certain event. It's too much no God in any of it but then when we be talking about you going to somebody church and all of this that and the other but all you're doing is taking pictures listen listen it's too much there are some of us still here that yes we do look good in our pictures yes we do like to go out yes we are a lot of fun but we also about what's right we also care about our brother or our sister and not for a buck and not for a like we just do it because it's in us and it's time for us to step up. All right, y'all. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and until next time, I love you guys. Bye-bye.